0: We're back on and we have friend of the show now, twice on the show, Mm -hmm. Greg. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. Welcome back. Thanks. Hi Greg. (laughs) Because your name definitely is Greg, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, okay, Mm cool. Definitely just never gets confused with anything else. Ever.
2: Fun fact of the day, it's Valentine's Day today. We're not releasing this on Valentine's Day.
0: But But. we are technically having Bro Valentine's Day. I've always wanted a threesome. Yep. <laughs> I actually almost had a threesome last night. Really? I just needed two other people.
1: Oh. <laughs> I was so intrigued. <laughs> Son of a.
0: <laughs> Where was he going with that? I was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where did you go? <laughs> it was in the message boards, so a little too deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: We ain't cool,
1: we're feeling sad. We got
2: awkward
1: in the back,
2: Kyle and Zach.
0: On awkwardly normal, it's coming on. I have a funny story to do with my mum and dad. So when I was a kid, we used to have two dogs. We used to have Dax and Bluey. Uh Bluey, Blue mm-hmm. Healer, Dax, Rottweiler. And Bluey Brilliant had an amazing... <laughs> yeah, pretty great creative, creative <laughs> names. Yeah, good job, Mum and Dad. <laughs> and Bluey had an amazing jump on him. This guy just had springs for legs. And nah. uh, he was very good at jumping the fence and peer-pressuring Dax into going with him, essentially, <laughs> and escaping, and they would run away all the time.
2: So Bluey was the enabler he was of the enabler. relationship? He was, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: unfortunately. <laughs>
2: There's always a Bluey.
0: <laughs> and uh, back home, uh, we have something called like the Pound or DARS PCA or Animal Patrol, whatever you want to call it. Um, and pretty much it's their job to go pick up any... Uh, wild animals that are roaming around and take them back to the shelter and and find out where they're from. And usually for the first few times, it's free. They just let you know you come pick up your pets. But it was like mm. the fourth or fifth time that they had picked up these two dogs roaming the streets, and so they had had enough. And they decided that they were going to start charging and they wouldn't give the dogs back straight away as a bit of a teaching. You know, my parents a lesson. Mm-hmm. So my dad, he decided. It was going to be a great idea to break into the compound and free the dogs. (laughs) He got some bolt cutters. He cut a hole in the fence. This is back in, like, the 1990s, early 1990s. So it's like,
2: no, because nowadays you'd you'd be, like, really worried the surveillance cameras... And I would be having like an anxiety attack. I'd be like, why
0: are you doing this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think back then like, there wasn't even like cell phones with cameras or anything. Yeah. Right? You know, it was, was probably mm-hmm. wasn't even flip phones yet. Was there Back phones? in the good old days. Yeah. In the 90s there was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're probably like those huge brick phones back then or whatever. There's no cameras. All right. So anyway, they're, <laughs> they're breaking. My dad breaks into this building. He cuts a hole in the fence. I don't know how we got into the actual building. Maybe he broke one of the windows or something. Anyways, he frees Dax and Bluey, he brings the dog home, and instantly my mum my just goes, what have you done? You have not yeah. thought this through at all. You are the worst criminal in history. So, she gets in the car, mm-hmm. she takes my dad back to the pound, yeah. they break in again, and they release all of the dogs.
2: Oh my god.
0: This, this way-
2: Is this it, all in the middle of the night?
0: This is all in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So this way, in the morning when they realize that the dogs are gone, there'll be no way to
2: pin it (laughs) on. Because if there were only two dogs gone and like one little hole cut somewhere.
0: And also earlier that day when my dad had tried to pick up the dogs, Mm -hmm. he had had a bit of a confrontation with Uh, the people. So so he's he's, already top suspect, right? (laughs) So luckily my mom has a criminal brain because not only that, she also, once the dogs came home, is she dropped them off at uh, my uncle's place. So the dogs weren't even at our place. So first thing in the morning, the cops come, they knock on the mm-hmm. door, and they say- the pound
2: obviously was like, it's probably that hot-headed dude. Exactly. It was that
0: absolute knob who was yelling at us <laughs> earlier today, and now all the dogs are gone. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Uh, anyway, so the cops rock up, they're like, where are the dogs? And we're like, what do you mean, where are the dogs? They're meant to be at the pound, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. they kind of like flipped the situation back on them, and luckily got away with it yeah never got caught but. no way that's rough never got pun caught. intended never got caught wow. but maybe when this comes out they'll they'll get done
2: <laughs> yeah yeah there's like one pound like worker employee from where your parents like used to live who has like just been thinking about this their whole life You're like i know yeah. it was you <laughs> i've been listening to your son following his work for many years
1: did they ever get back to the pound the dogs
0: uh, I'm, not, I'm not too sure I was, really? such, I was such a little kid back then that I never, I just remembered this part
2: of the story <laughs> You'll have to ask your parents It's yeah. so funny I wonder if they remember mm. Sometimes parents forget about
0: it. Also, them. all of this is allegedly
2: <laughs> Yes, this is <laughs>
0: Alleged, Allegedly
1: they, they did this This is what they say um, Yeah, who, who knows stories.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Things you do for love
2: Love Love's in the air
0: It's Valentine's Day I mm-hmm. feel like this is a topic we should discuss
2: Yeah uh what's the longest relationship you guys have ever been in
0: four or five years
2: pretty long yeah three months nice well that's okay
0: yeah Yeah. i have a bit of an issue with grand gestures (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. i once proposed to a girl to try and save a relationship
2: (laughs) really yeah Yeah. when you did you know that it potentially like
0: Yeah, yeah, we were going into like, we were good, and then we were going into like a long distance bit, Mm -hmm. which usually ends in disaster, so I Mm -hmm. was like, not if I propose. (laughs) I could lock her in. I'll do what Beyonce told me to do. Put a ring on it. (laughs) That obviously made things much worse, but that's not the story I want to talk about today. (laughs) When I was much younger, this is probably one of my first (laughs) grand gestures. Mm -hmm. Well, not really, but I was really into this girl, and she was... uh, she had a religious background, mm-hmm. and uh, I grew up in an atheist family, so I'd, I've never been to church. I don't know anything about God or Christianity, really, and uh, she invited me to go to Bible camp, and I was like, hell yeah, three days with you. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So, cabin. So, like, the, n- the night before we go, I'm like, mom, 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 like like, I need to read the Bible. I need to, I need to learn about what's going on going in. Yeah. Mom's like, oh, really? And so she's like looking through all this old stuff. Like, like, there's no Bible in our house. But anyways, eventually she finds like this big old but dusty Bible it's in the depth of our house somewhere. So the night before, I'm opening it up and I'm like, I'm trying to read it. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> no offense to anyone who's religious, but it just wasn't for me. <laughs> anyways, I still, still went on the camp. It, uh, it was awesome there was some weird bits where uh you have to like um you know i remember there's like 15 minutes where you just like hang out with god every day and you just you're on your own but you're mm. with god mm. so i'm just like sitting in the woods like smoking weed hello <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I, I was probably like out 16 at the time okay so you're pretty young this is like first like proper i don't know if she was my girlfriend yet but like you know that that's kind of where i think it was heading mm-hmm. um Yeah.
2: I mean, you're at Bible camp. I'm at Bible camp.
0: Anyways, things went pretty well. And then after the camp, I was at her house. And this was like our first time kind of like, you know, hooking up and, you know, pretending to watch a movie. And uh, I don't know how much I should share or how old everyone that's listening is. But um, it's at the stage where you're not having sex yet. But you're doing the other stuff, you know, like second base.
2: You're interlocking where... toes That's this woman.
0: That's where you're kind of using your hands, if, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's where we're at. That kind of stuff was going on. Uh, yeah. And then her dad downstairs was like, oh, "Come down, we're having some food." So we're like, sweet. So we quickly run downstairs and we're gonna have some food. And it's just like hot dogs. And we're just kind of like standing in the kitchen. So I'm like, "Oh, sweet." So I grab the hot dog and I take a bite. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" And then, oh, very quickly I realized that they say grace yeah, in this house. Yeah. So then I start holding hands with the dad. And I have not washed my hands. <laughs> so, oh, no. Oh. And so very quickly, I was like, oh, my Lord, what is going on? I've never done grace before, but let alone like in this kind of situation. And,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: that's hilarious. That's one of those things, man. Like as a young person,
1: <laughs> and then you just got to like look at yourself and smile. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? Like
2: Yeah, there's nothing... You, and in the mm-hmm. moment, you're like... Oh, you,
1: you, Although you should have washed your hands before dinner, though, really. I mean,
2: Yeah, I mean, even if you're grabbing a hot dog, well... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I wonder if, like... Yeah. Oh, i just... I know this is super inappropriate, but, like, what Sorry. if the dad went to, like, scratch his nose and I know. was like... Oh, no. Well, anyway...
0: Uh, he probably doesn't story. like you very much. Yeah. I yeah. Definitely not now, yeah. So,
1: I mean, okay rationale not bad so you went to bible camp to get some action and it sounded like it worked out yeah did you end up dating this chick
0: yeah we probably dated for like another month and kept hanging out and then kind of fizzled because at the end of the day i uh i was young and i wasn't at all religious Mm. yeah
1: so uh, i forgot what i was gonna say
0: (laughs) 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 but bringing it back to it's valentine's day and Mm. things you do for love Mm. Oh, Have you guys also like you with me here? Have you done anything for love? I've probably done.
2: <laughs> You're very brave of you to do that for love, Kyle.
1: I'm def- I've <laughs> definitely done some stupid shit for love, but I've I've put a stopgap in my head on it. I, think, I can't. I think I can't mm-hmm. remember about it because it's clearly too embarrassing.
2: This is just like <sighs> something. Uh, I don't know if I this was like a grand gesture that I like did for someone else for love, but this is like something that maybe toys with my heart and my head sometimes about. And I've shared this with a lot of my friends. Uh, I don't think I've shared it with you, Greg. Greg. <laughs> no, no. But um, I know I might have mentioned it to you uh, prior, Kyle, but whatever. Uh, Love's
0: a complicated topic. Love's a very complicated
2: yeah. topic. There are like lots of different forms of mm-hmm. love. Yeah. Um, I told I might probably mentioned this before in the podcast. I enjoy dancing, like like ballroom dancing. Just think it's fun. I don't, really, like, really do it. Like, maybe I did it in high school a little bit, like I did swing dancing because, like, you got to go dance with all these pretty women and, like, pretty girls. But that's, like, normal for, like, a 17, 18, 19-year-old dude.
1: It's better than reading that's, the Bible. That's usually yeah. what
2: people do to get laid. yeah. Bible count. I
1: mean... I, I got, went like, in a very yeah. weird path, but no, this is you a better get, what you, Yeah. How did you meet this? Sorry. I, I, how no, did no, you meet? Okay. How did you meet just very quickly?
2: We went to school together. Mm, okay, okay. School. Yeah. But, so, whatever. Like dancing, so... Uh, Like, uh, fast forward, blah, 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 like, five years of my life. Um, Like, I, two years ago, I want to learn how to dance. Again, I'm like, I have this, like, inkling, so I go to email the dance studio near my house. They're like, yeah, of course, we always have more, like, follows compared to leads. Because usually, like, stereotypically, like, on average, more women are keen to, like, learn how to, especially ballroom dance compared to men. Um, so then... I was like, great, yeah. So I rock up, and then the teacher's like, Zach, I actually don't. We actually don't have any follows. This is super rare. I swear this never happens. And I was like, oh, okay, and whatever. Sorry, just for people listening. Mm-hmm. Follows means follows is like the when you're dancing. There's like a lead and a follow. Traditionally, the Got lead it. is the man, and the follow is the woman. Just because of it's like, yeah, in like, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. PC, not very twenty twenty three. Not
0: really.
2: Yeah, equality in the dancing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, yeah, whoever can be whoever. Um, Like, you can be a lead or a follow. Uh, But in this case, there weren't any male follows, female follows for me at all. But luckily, it was the tail end of COVID, so you used to have to arrive at the dance studio with the partner and not dance with anyone else. But because it was, like, on the tail end, they are like, you know what, Zach? We haven't done this in a long time, but you can dance with the receptionist, um, Cheryl. And I was like, awesome. And the, and then so I I rock up and then uh, I'm like hi like I'm Zach like I'm here like I think I'm dancing with like Cheryl and then there's this like really sweet short lady behind the desk she might be like 60 I don't want to offend her she ever, it doesn't matter she <laughs> might be like she's like 65 or like 70. But she's like an older woman. Um, she's worked at the this place for a long time. I figured out, and she's like really sweet. She just looked really polite, and I was like, Oh I was secretly hoping that I was gonna like show up. Obviously, in the back of your head, you're a dude. You're like, oh yeah, hopefully there's like this really hot, like beautiful woman I can dance with. And we'll fall in love, have 18 kids, and move to Sacramento. Which <laughs> doesn't make any sense, but not what I want to do. Want to. Spence, yeah. Yeah. A lot 18 kids. kids in Sacramento. Man. You might want to try Idaho. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go Kings. Um, so, <laughs> um, so I rock up and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. She's super sweet. We go through the first dance. I'm like, oh, she's like really wonderful. And she, 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 whatever she danced, like. And when you dance with someone, you're not going to be awkward, especially if you don't know them and like look around. Well, maybe some people will, but I was trying to like make small talk. Um, So the first and the second uh, dance class is a six week beginner class go by first and second class go by. Um, And like we're starting to get to know each other and like we're both getting better. And she actually already knows how to do all the dances because she's worked there for so long. And over COVID, she wasn't able to dance with everyone. So she was stoked. So she like looked me in the eyes. And her like eyes would kinda of close and when she'd smile and then she'd be like, Zach, my husband hates to dance. She has like two kids that are my age, maybe older than I am, maybe like around my age. And she has a husband. She's been like happily married for so long. Uh she's a great family. So then class three and four go by, and then all of a sudden, like we're making small talk. We kind of like ask about her kids. She's asking about my life. We've talked about whatever the bees, all the weird stuff that I'm into, all stuff that she's into and And at this stage do you need the the waistband flip or we
0: all good? (laughs)
2: we're we're still doing okay (laughs) so far i'm but i'm like there for the the dancing and she and then but we there there's like five or six other couples in the class and the teacher these couples are super intense they're wearing like the fancy shoes a few of them were younger but a few of them were like middle-aged people and you could tell that they've really wanted to learn how to dance like super keen which is awesome, which I made paid the money experience. Yeah, exactly. So, so then, but Cheryl and myself, we'd be like small talking, and then all of a sudden, we'd like start hysterically laughing, like the both of us. Her, me, this like twenty at the time, twenty six year old dude, and her, this we'll say seventy year old woman, where we couldn't stop laughing. You know, when you're kids, or like when you're a little bit baked and you can't stop laughing, and it's just everything is funnier. But then the teacher would be staring at us. She'd be like, what are you guys laughing about? I had... To this day, I can't explain. Like, I've never laughed with anyone like that. I don't think in my life. Maybe when I was a kid. But recently, never. Um, So I go home that day, and I'm like, that was kind of weird. Go back the next day, same thing. Or, like, the next week, same thing. We're, like, laughing in my head off, and I'm like... Wait, so you came back again, and you're with Cheryl again? Yeah, so I was with her every week for the whole six weeks. I'm intrigued to see where this story's going. Well, it's... Yeah, um... Uh uh, it's got a boring and tragic end, I'll tell you that, um, I'm prepared, I don't know, but, uh, but, so I'm, like, going there, and I'm, like, okay, I know this is weird, and, and I've said this before on the podcast, like, some people are looking for noise in life, which is totally cool, they're looking to sleep and, like, hang out with different people at the same time, maybe different times, whatever, they're looking for noise, but I've always, in my brain, don't know why, always kind of been, like, no, I want to, like, look for something more special, and, like, cute, and, like, I want to like look for something emotional. I want like want music, you know, compared to noise. Romantic. That's just, Yeah, that's just like in my head where I am at. Um, and and obviously like you need an emotional connection for this. And not that maybe it was because of the dancing, but I was like, "Holy shit, I'm having this crazy emotional laughing uncontrollable connection with this 7-year-old woman who has a family and I'm confused." And and now I like compare myself In life, because then, like, the fifth and the sixth class went by. Same thing. We're laughing. And I I remember, like, the sixth class, I didn't have butterflies, but I was like, I can't wait to go dance and, like, hang out with Cheryl. It's going to be so fun. So we were dancing and laughing, but now I find myself, like, meeting women and being like, she's no Cheryl. (laughs) Like, she compares nothing to Cheryl. We don't have this connection. So it's just confusing, and I'm a bit confused. Were you ever sexually attracted to her? I don't think so, but, like, (laughs) one person... Uh but yeah, it was like one of those moments. We said we we sang this five minutes ago. My mind's telling me no, but my body telling me yes. Yeah. So I never like had to flip <laughs> up the waistband, figure it out, but I remember being like But there was a different part of like I recently It was like a really it's emotional like I, It's like
1: uncovering mm-hmm. like a rock and finding something you weren't like expecting to find and you're like yeah. that's dope. I wish mm-hmm. all rocks had something really sick underneath. Yeah, yeah and mm-hmm. they don't. But <clears throat> I think it's one of those know. things. Like, it's a cool story, man. Thanks for sharing. It like, no was. Uh, I think when I you still when those. Was... I might be in love with, with uh, Cheryl. <laughs> no, man. That, that's I mean, perfectly understandable. Eh? Like, because you're probably place. like able to let your guard down. Like, you had. A, you, I don't yeah. think you had a romantic connection. You probably just had a really nice human connection
2: mm-hmm. with someone yeah. because no, everyone had that.
1: Their... No,
0: I don't know. <laughs> I I read that talk. man
1: human because that's just it's just like love, right? It's like without yeah, being cheesy, lo- exactly, it's just, exactly. It's just nice love, yeah. it's unfettered love mm-hmm. without. The, it doesn't have but, to be completely yeah, sexual. When you layer that shit in, like that's when you start to, I don't know, your brain starts to think of all these things. But like when you can just have a genuine moment with somebody, mm-hmm. and you don't have to like think about, you know, does she like me? Does she not like me? Am I gonna sleep with them Am I gonna sleep with What are we saying next? All this bullshit. Like if you can just like have a have flow and have a good time, mm-hmm. like I'm not surprised you came out of that being like I feel really good, you know, because mm-hmm. your endorphins are probably flying everywhere. You're moving, you're dancing. There's rhythm. You're, you're having yeah. an, you're having yeah. like a set like you're having a, a a human connection. Some if there's music involved and there's mu- there's, a, mm-hmm. an there, there's an emotion there. There's that anim emotion in the music. So you mm-hmm. might. A, you might be conflating the emotion that's in the atmosphere and in Mm -hmm. that moment with emotion for somebody yeah so or he was in love he might well be (laughs) i don't know but from what from i understand the tone of the the story Mm -hmm. it sounds like he's moved on from cheryl as lovely as she is
2: but every day i tell myself i've moved on from Cheryl. (laughs) (laughs) but
1: also that's really cool that like when you say when you meet people you're like oh that's not cheryl it's like it shows that there's a value that you didn't know that people can provide. Mm-hmm. but now your eyes are open to. You. Mm-hmm. So now when you're in conversations with people and like you have that again, which you will with somebody, you can be mm-hmm. like, "Oh wow, that's something like that's a sign." You know when when you're young, kids, I'm talking, and like the idea of love and marriage and all these things. Like, I, I don't know if you ever asked your parents, like, "How will I know when I'm in love?" And mm-hmm. it's like the stereotypical yeah, you'll, know, you'll know obviously because they have no fucking idea themselves <laughs> yeah <laughs> good, good good cover up guys but it's yeah. uh, it, the point is Wait, like, hold on your parents weren't in love <laughs> I don't know <laughs> um, my point is that like you now have a new indicator yeah so like really you have a, a new, new perspective tool that, like knew mm. something when, mm. when you were talking with somebody If mm. even that slightest instinct comes up you'd be like that feeling is familiar that's a feeling i can trust that's a feeling mm. i want to like invest mm. in yeah
0: so what i want to ask is what was that feeling on the first one or did it take until the fifth and sixth oh, it, it, i just recently just mm. just yesterday i finished the book by mark manson the new one called love is not enough mm. i really like self-help books wondering. for but um it broke down love into three stages stage one is lust So that is the instant connection that you when you say like love at first sight or like Mm. it's that passion, that thing that you just want to rip their clothes off straight away and and take them to bed, right? The second stage of love is romance. This is like that honeymoon phase where it's passion, it's laughter, it's dancing, Mm. it's doing dates together. That's like a huge part of it. And the third stage of love is commitment. That's when you're with someone for like 20 Mm. years and you, you, there's no real difference between you and them anymore. You know, mm-hmm. it's all just one. Yeah. So you don't have to have all three stages of love with the one person at one time. In mm. fact, you probably don't. As you date someone for a long period of time, you probably duck in and out of each one of them at different stages. Maybe you could have lust for one person, romance for another, and commitment to another. You could have mm. three lovers at the same time. So what I'm saying is... is in your situation, maybe you were just touching on, on one of these three elements that was just, bringing like, that feeling. That
2: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, that's an interesting. Yeah.
0: And it was obviously lust. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, lust. <laughs>
2: well, one person asked me, they're like, "She's well, probably on menopause, man." So, mm,
1: probably
0: do not. Hey, love knows mm-hmm. no limits.
1: No breaking boundaries, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: maybe she want to move to Sacramento with me. 18 kids let's you can go. adopt a kid yeah you man. can adopt <laughs> yeah yeah right. you can be stepdaddy that'd yeah. <laughs> <I'm> perfect <Okay. laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. oh valentine's day thanks for sharing the stories guys
0: appreciate yeah, that yeah no worries things we do for love mm. mm-hmm. so recently I was bragging to this new girl that I'm seeing about how I don't live with boundaries and how I'm just a very open person mm-hmm. and like I go up the flow and this has very quickly come back to bite me in the butt. Oh no. <laughs> As, uh, not in like with close relationships or family, but with, with one of my close friends, but maybe because I don't have many boundaries that I'm actually finding that they're, it's actually two friends in mm-hmm. particular. They have been kind of taking advantage of me a little bit, have been treating me very well. And I think I just kind of put up with it, put up with it. But it's at that point now where if I don't come up with some kind of, like, boundary or some, like, grown-up solution, mm-hmm. then, like, my feeling brain's going to kick in and I'm going to, like, make a dick of myself. Yeah. You, you, you get to feel
2: that way a little bit? Totally, yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's really easy to, like, become comfortable in those situations and, like, let people do just because it's, like, easier. Because, like, any sort of, like like confrontation or, especially when it's people you care about and people mm. that are in your life. You don't want to be like awkward. you don't want to make it awkward and be worried about making it awkward. At least I don't. And
0: you don't want to let it get too far where you like snap and yeah. you just mean. You mm-hmm. want to like, you want to you yeah. fix it like an adult. And I think yeah. actually maybe that's where boundaries are important and that's why mm. I think actually I'm gonna start learning about them. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you guys, like what do you guys do for boundaries? Do you have any tips
2: or tricks? Yeah, I mean, well boundaries can be tough. Well, do, well, like just because like sometimes in life you gotta like set boundaries, and it might not be the most comfortable thing in the world, but that's just life. You have to, I don't know, set boundaries. And even if it's people that like you care about and they care about you, maybe they don't realize what they're doing, or maybe they do. Hopefully, they like wouldn't realize they're crossing any boundaries if they were close friends. But yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's tough. Zach,
0: yeah. do you, you mentioned that you had a situation where you had set some and it kind of worked out, or?
2: Oh well, this is. <laughs> I mean, this is just a situation in my life where I thought my boundaries were maybe taken advantage of a little bit. Uh, uh, This is like four or five years ago, and I was with one of my buddies, um, and we were part of a a footy club, a rugby club, and there was this tournament in northern BC, and basically when you're a rookie, it's like classic kind of hazing, rookie hazing, and you feel... That, like, if I'm watching The Simpsons, it's, like, where you run up the room and people smack you on the bum with a baseball bat or whatever. Is that kind of hazing, or what do you mean? I mean, yeah, well, I mean, like, have you ever, like, you'd, uh, uh, like, growing up, like, I played sports, and you'd, like, the rookie, you'd, like, rookie, like, take out the garbage, rookie, clean up my shit, like, rookie, mm. or, for example, uh... Uh, or like sometimes, like, imagine like you got to earn your
0: place in the organization or whatever you're doing. Is that that's kind of right? In in
2: yeah, in a way, and like it's a rite of passage. And everyone like everyone did it. I had to do it ten years ago when I was a rookie, you'd know. Uh, but in this one point, like I have a couple weird like instances where this might escalate really fast. So uh, the the team I was with they called themselves like Shit Town for unfortunate literal reasons so there's one thing all the rookies had to do well first we had to like set up everyone's tents it was, it was probably like way more tents than we should have set up right and that's all these people just like drinking beer laughing and like this is a bit weird and then so the, one of the first things we had to do was actually put on like adult diapers like depends literally and then the only way we could take the depends off is if we literally shit in the diaper no way which was no. so hold up hold yeah. up
0: so your hazing process is you have to shit yourself to
2: join the shit team. This is, like, part of it. Yeah, so I'm, like, there with my buddy. I'm, like, do we really want to, like, do this? So, I mean, I'm not going to let, like, and there's, like, people everywhere. And then, like, like there's, like, 15 people staring at, like, the 10 of you saying, like, you have to do this. And then um, I remember this one kid. He's, like, young. He was younger than me. He literally was, like, oh. That's easy, dude. Huh. Kind of like a weird, rough kid. Maybe got hit too many times in the head. And yeah. you literally, he just did this, and then he like showed one of the rookies, and they're like, "Okay, you're good." Or showed one of like the older players. It was so fucked up, and I was like, "This is fucked." I'm like, "There is no way I'm doing this." So it, um, yeah, yeah. So, like, I guess people were laughing because of the situation, and then, but it was always really weird. Uh, another thing we had to do, it was like we, had to, we were naked a lot. We had to like streak, which. And there were like women in the group as well, and dudes, mostly dudes. But I would like, uh, like mostly dudes like at the rugby pitch, because it's, it's like this big field, and there's a whole bunch of different teams from different mm-hmm. cities that came and camped all around the field, and then they they play a tournament like the, in the streaking
0: middle. seems more yeah. like
2: an alright thing, totally like yeah. more normal, yeah. yeah. And then like for the dudes shitting yourself, <laughs> yeah, that was that was weird. And then we had to like, yeah, like well, I mean, honestly, one time we the one thing we had to do we like we kind of like got naked stood in front of the stands where everyone was sitting we had to do like uh, the helicopter if you know what I mean <laughs> Greg's like I know exactly what you mean I've been practicing all last night a helicopter or a propeller <laughs> yeah uh, um, uh, how many engines do you need uh, uh, so I'm like you're doing it and then and then another rule that they had is no fluffing so like do you know well, what fluffing is well, that's when you like that's when you, you like I don't know. You're like, about, Someone's about to see you
0: junk for the first time, so you mm-hmm. give it a bit of a slap around. just so It's it's not an erection, it's not a semi, but it's definitely bigger than it would be if <laughs> it, it, was it
1: was cold. <laughs> cold,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or been in, like,
2: a dormant state for, like, six yeah, hours. Yeah. It's not curled in a little uh, wormy state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and then always, like, call you out for that. And then, then this lady, she was, like, freshly pregnant. Like, just, like, she had her baby, maybe, like... Two or three months ago, but then she still was so <laughs> diehard about this damn rugby tournament. She came, then she had like breast milk. So we were naked doing the helicopter, and then no we, fluffing, no fluffing allowed. It's horrible. Uh, There's like men and women out there, and then uh, I just remember the whole. And then we had to like drink the breast milk. Honestly, the breast milk Whoa. was tasted like, like vanilla almond milk or something. I remember it being like, This <laughs> is the best part of the whole weekend. <laughs> and think about how nutritious it is. <laughs> not in a weird way, not that I was enjoying her breast milk. But it was crazy. I was like, oh, man, this is uh, – yeah. You I, went back for seconds. I dude. went back. Someone had to finish the bottle, and Did I was you get like, that I'll like, take one for the you know, team. Like the, above the lip, that foamy <laughs> <The month. laughs> Yeah. <the month. laughs> I was like, do you have any more, man? Uh, it's for the baby, Zach. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but, yeah, but I remember the whole weekend, like a couple of other things happened, and I just felt so uncomfortable the whole time. Mm-hmm. Never went back, which is really sad because apparently it's like it's like a fun tournament that you'd go to. But it's not, yeah, not fun. Is mm. but I don't know. I'm not sure. I haven't been there in like five years. I'm not sure if anyone's ever said anything. I so was in my early 20s when I went. Bringing it back now,
0: now mm-hmm. that you're 26, seven. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, if you're in that situation, how would you have approached with boundaries? Would you have just said no? I or? probably
2: would have just been like pretty stubborn, be like, yeah. "You guys, like, i I'm, I'd be like, "You guys are fucked." Sorry, Wait, for so swearing. Did, did you shit yourself? No, I ended up oh, just, like, waiting yeah. all day yeah, with yeah. the diaper and then just taking it off. And then yeah. no one really said anything. Okay. But I think that was kind of, like, mm. like how could they expect everyone? Only well, that one kid did it. Really? <laughs> Out of everyone. I think, because I, I was injured at the time, so but they made everyone else play the rugby game, like, in the diaper. You had to wear, like, the jersey. So, like, jer- like the, once the diaper got, like, ripped off in the rugby game, because it was full-on tackle rugby, then, then like... Full contact. Then I think people just like ran. I was kind of like the shorts guy in my diaper. Whenever people's <laughs> diapers like fell off in the game, I'd like throw them their shorts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then we had to do like there was this one thing called the elephant walk. Luckily, our team didn't have to do it, but we watched like another team did this. It's when all the dudes stand in a line, uh, swinging their elephant totally trunk. nude. Yeah. So you take one. You take. You take. You gotta pick which hand. Like every dudes like. Like imagine like in a, like in an army, they're standing like like there's twenty of them in a line. Mm-hmm. You have to reach underneath the dude's leg in front of you, grab on to his trunk. Oh, what? And then walk around the field. This yeah, and like- waddle. It's some weird. It was weird, and I remember being like, This It's like the
0: human centipede
2: type stuff. Yeah, but like a weird pornographic. Yeah, version. That far,
0: maybe not that far. <laughs> <laughs> They're there was reaching no under uh, another man's <laughs> yeah. rectum, so your mm. face is probably like right On in the, like, the
2: butt crack, and you're holding
0: mm-hmm. onto their willies. Yeah, and it's awkward. That is super weird. Super
2: weird. Like what? And sports is weird, man. Not saying all sports are this gnarly, but like <laughs> I think like it's it must be some sort of. It must go fairly deep
1: into like rituals and psychology. You know? Totally. Like, yeah. Like if you think there's no other time where men would do that, you know what I mean? Well, then... I do it on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Man. Uh, Didn't but, I tell
0: you about my threesome earlier?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what you do with... My point is, like, I don't know, like, it's, it's, it, oh, as weird as it is, and I guess I'm not defending it, but, like, I understand potentially, like, or could, a psychologist might be able to explain, like, mm-hmm. the significance of it. Like, yeah. as weird as it is, which I agree with, and I would definitely feel like, by you're pushing the boundary, or you're mm-hmm. stepping over the boundary, definitely not in your comfort zone one might say that those are the things that's specifically designed to. And it's them to see how you react in those mm-hmm. situations. Mm-hmm. If only one of the kids shit themselves in it, like, that to me is, like, more telling than anything. It's like, that probably that guy's probably the outlier <laughs> and everyone else... It's just, like, a game of dominance. Mm-hmm. So it's a dominance thing. So... Yeah. And the guys, like, doing the reach around and stuff like that, like, it's just, <laughs> like, it's a way to, like, emasculate and, like, bring you down to a point where then you can start maybe be built back up. Oh, well, and then by, they can, by, they can they, like, within the, the rules of, like, this culture yeah. and, like, this set of this set of rules and boundaries. It's like, hey, you want to come and be part of this set of rules and boundaries like you get yeah. a lot out of it, but like there's also you like you it. have to be humbled enough to come into this because yeah. I guarantee like that team is probably a really good team because like they've all had to go doubt through it. It. They're um, too
0: busy playing elephant party. Yeah, this is unrelated. But do you guys want to come to my elephant party this week?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, we actually have a round but, okay. Yeah, yeah. I would but, feel I would mm. feel weird doing it today
1: though. Still, like I'd have to be like mm, I really want to do this or like you'll yeah. be part of like okay like. I guess I'd question it a little bit more, but yeah, like public humiliation to, if it has a gas utility, mm-hmm. that's the question, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is that pub is the utility in public humiliation?
2: Yeah, that's a fair question. I do remember like after all the hazing, I think Friday night hazing, all day Saturday hazing, but Saturday night there was like a rookie... Like Ritual, we, everyone was leaving on Sunday, so that last night they were like, You're not rookies anymore. It was a big party, and we felt really good. So, there is and graduated up mm-hmm. the hierarchy, yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: guys, have you ever got your balls checked before?
2: I actually haven't. I do a self check <laughs> once in a while,
0: just in the shower, you just have a bit of a feel, oh.
2: yeah, yeah, or uh, you know, at church or no. <laughs> <laughs> Which Church? Where do I sign up? Yeah Yeah. Oh here. Uh um, yeah, it's called the Elephant Church you actually. <laughs> interesting, interesting. No, but yeah, I don't know. I'm in private. Elephant, church. Elephant. dot church. Elephant. Yeah, yeah. But
0: on a more serious note. <laughs> uh I recently well not so recently, maybe about a year ago now, um, and was having some new feelings in Lefty, you know, just in the shower, mm. having a bit of a squeeze and like, oh, this is a bit new. I ain't getting older, so maybe this is just a part of it. Decided I would uh, go to the doctor. Uh, this is at a time when actually COVID was still in full swing, mm-hmm. so it was a bit more difficult to actually go into the doctor's. So it was like a like a Zoom call chat, <laughs> so I was kind of thinking like, oh, I'm, I'm going to send my doctor some nudes. (laughs) Or at least be like zooming and presenting nuts to the camera or Mm. something weird like that. It was what my brain was going in. And, you know, I'm an awkward person at the best of times. So (laughs) pretty much.
1: You wouldn't have had a problem if you were on this rugby team. Yeah. No, you would have been been, like just waiting there. You can can fill me up if you want. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it's for medical reasons or... (laughs) To yeah. Get into this club. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen me at the elephant party last week. I shat myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah the people at these parties say anything about the balls. That'd like, no, be my first. You'll like, be soon. Yeah, but you've gone to a professional. Gone. Anyways,
0: yeah. I'm having major anxiety about potentially showing my balls to a complete stranger and whatnot. So I do the Zoom call, and pretty much straight away, the doctor says, "No, no, you have to come in. Like we we can't do any kind of." exam about your testicles over zoom so i was like all right I'm which makes in. sense like yeah you think mm-hmm. makes perfect sense so uh i rock up go to the doctors get in the room now this is just like a general gp this isn't like a, a specialist or anything so i feel like she wasn't super prepared for what was about to happen so i get in there and she's like all right what are we doing today and i was like oh we, you know, we, we just zoomed. Remember me? I'm, I'm the testicle guy. <laughs> like, yeah. <You'd laughs> and like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, you know, let's uh, let's kind of see what's going on. But I need more direction than that. Uh, so I didn't do anything. I just sat there like, yep. All right. And did yeah. nothing. Hoping that she was going to, you know, at least like tell you what to do. Like, yeah. Oh, just
2: sit like this and then take your pants off. Anything. Yeah. Any, she obviously like red or something she obviously read that I
0: wasn't going to do anything so she's like oh okay well you know you can choose what you're going to do you can lay on the bed you can just drop them there whatever and at this point I'm expecting her to like at least turn around or leave the room or something but she doesn't she just keeps looking at me like (laughs) dead in the eye and I'm like oh god and now my anxiety is like through the roof I'm like sweating I don't know what to do and so like my awkward self kind of like alright so I stand up I like I pull my pants down, but, like, I don't want to be that kid at the urinal that, like, drops his pants all the way to the ground and everyone, like, you know, laughs at him when you're you're peeing because, you know, you learn that lesson just one time. So, I like, I kind of just drop him to, like, my knees. So now, like, my knees are, like, locked together. I'm kind of, like, doing, like, this awkward squat. One hand, like, quickly grabs my penis and, like, flips it up into my belly. The other hand, like, grabs the testicles or, like, cups them and just, like, kind of starts presenting them. So I'm in, like, this weird half-squat, half-flipping-penis-presenting-ball kind of pose. Sticking and your neck out in a weird way. Yeah, like, and I'm just... Okay? Oh, I'm feeling so, so awkward. I think maybe you've even close my eyes.
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just do it quickly.
0: <laughs> Anyways, I was expecting her to, like, I don't know, like, get down and have like, a good look or, like, at least feel them. But no, she just gets one finger, just kind of gives it a poke and goes, you're going to need to see a specialist. <laughs>
2: You're like, why'd you poke oh, it? Oh, God.
0: <laughs> so anyways, that was super awkward. I quickly got out of there like a real bad one-night stand. And... Uh... <laughs> you, like, forgot your shoes? I'll oh, forget, oh, forget. Don't worry them. about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't need those. <laughs> anyway, so I had to come back and see, like, someone uh, a bit more professional or legit. It was uh an ultrasound. That's what it was. So this time... After that experience, that definitely did not help anxiety levels. So now I'm going to this next one, like, all right, at least this person's going to be a bit more professional. Uh, I get there, I go into the room, and instantly my brain is thinking, like, what are the worst two things that can happen right now? One is getting an erection. Two <laughs> is my penis just completely shriveling up and going inside me and hiding. Just mm-hmm. bye-bye. And I couldn't decide which was going to be worse. So that's where my brain was at. I go into the room. Uh, at least this one, you know, it seems like they know what's going on a bit more. So she says, all right, uh, I'm going to leave the room. There's uh, a, a towel there for you to, your plate to cover yourself up or like a, like a sheet type thing. And then I'm going to come back in. And I'm like, sweet. So then she leaves. And when I look on the bed or the place I'm meant to be lying and it's like this tiny little like napkin tissue size bit of cloth. And I'm like, that's it? Like, that's all I'm going to have on me? Like, that's not enough. And anyway, so... <laughs> that be stressful. So, like <laughs> now, now I'm really stressed. right? So I, I get on the thing. I like, I keep my top half on. But like, you know, I'm pretty much nude from the waist down. And I've got this tiny little napkin tissue thing covering my junk. And I, I feel like... You know, when you see those nude people that are covered in sushi, like really exposed, that's kind of how I was feeling. And the door for this room, as it opens, it's like, that's where all the emergency people are. So there's heaps of people oh, just walking back and forth right there. Yeah. Not, not they, just doctors, oh, just actual people being seen who've just broken their arm. Like they're all right next mm. to the door. And so I'm thinking like, this can't be right. Like something's, wrong, something's here. wrong here. <laughs> Anyway, she's like, are you ready? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. And she comes in and instantly I see shock on her face. And I'm like, oh, no, I've done something wrong. (laughs) And then very quickly she closes the door and there's a giant cloth to the left, which I didn't see. So right when you close the door, you're like, oh, no. (laughs) So anyway, she very quickly grabs the much bigger cloth and covers me in that one. Obviously, that was the one that I was meant to do, But I didn't know. That's so funny. Anyway, so oh my God. <laughs> uh, in these exams, it's actually pretty good. They have thought it through. So if you do get an erection, it really doesn't matter because what they do is that little cloth is they get you to move that up. So it goes up with your penis. So just your balls flop out. So your mm. penis is covered and flipped up to your belly. So even if you do get a hard on... It doesn't matter. It's kind of like when you're in school and like the bell goes and you've mm-hmm. got an erection, and you just flip it up into your
2: waistband. I was to say and it's in the get... emotional waistband. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> emotional yeah. Waistband. <laughs> and this... I'm just
1: shocked that that's one of your your worries in the situation. If you <laughs> sounds like clear anxiety, which is understandable. Hmm. Getting an erection would just be so far down on my list of things I'm worried about at this point. Like,
2: yeah. uh, uh, to be honest, I, should... I get I
1: get the, I get like the being naked in public. Mm-hmm. Uh, problem, I guess, but like, yeah, I definitely wouldn't be like, I don't know, I don't in that situation, and I've felt similar anxiety mm-hmm. in those situations. I don't know if you could get me. I don't know if I could get erect in that situation. Yeah. Like, you'd well,
0: have to. I get erect like, in some weird situations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I don't>
2: know. <laughs> you know, you know how sometimes people like they laugh at funerals uh, and like they laugh at horrible times. <laughs> Kyle just gets oh, erections oh, like, at like the, the worst. Person, <laughs> this is
0: so sad. I'm so horny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think there's the
1: time you just gotta go. I'd be like embarrassed but like Oh, we're all human I guess and just like gonna be a funny laugh for yeah. that
2: Yeah
0: day. but surely surely you remember when you're at school and there's nothing arousing going on, you're in math class oh, and suddenly sure. you've got a rage going. But at least
1: like that like at least in this situation. <sighs> see you do know with I, me, I just don't know like I don't know which is more like, it's not acceptable isn't the right word, but like expected, like in in school class, when that ha- that's the thing that always happens mm-hmm. when you're young and be like, oh, like you can't take that. it hard to take that on his chin as a kid. Mm-hmm. Probably well, for sure. I and mean, also, you, how
0: often are you getting naked in front of someone of the opposite sex or yeah, same was, sex? If you're a just because you expert. get naked in mm-hmm. front of
1: someone of the opposite sex, does me, it mean you can? Is so if, what <laughs> if, what <laughs> if what if she?
2: What if was was the? Is it urologist? Is that is that the the type of doctor that? That that, that
0: is the specialist. That is mm-hmm. the next stage. But this is just an ultrasound
2: technician. Was the ultrasound technician pretty? Uh,
0: yeah, she wasn't bad looking.
2: Yeah. No, like I think if if she if the the person I've like walked in and the ultrasound tech was like super attractive,
0: all they of a sudden be
2: allowed to work in that field <laughs> if that's the case. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. That I don't think it would cross my mind, but I think if the person was attractive, I might just be like
1: even if they're attractive
2: yeah. like that's and not. you're
1: naked in a vulnerable position there's not there's no connection to my brain that's thinking mm-hmm. this is gonna like my even my even my dickhead at night thinking <laughs> this is gonna be a good time she's gonna wanna fuck well look <laughs> well, yes yeah, yeah. look uh,
0: whatever my brain thinks, my penis does its own thing. <laughs> Seriously. Like, sometimes I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And it's like, I've got my mind of my own. <laughs> yeah, the classic, my mind's telling me no. But my, my body, body,
1: my, my body's, body's telling me house.
0: Anyways, so I'm, <laughs> I'm extremely anxious in this session, but finally, at least one of the two options has now been relieved. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay yeah. So she comes in, she sits down, you know, she's being very professional. But this is the first time that she actually like looks at my junk and she goes "Oh it's cold." So <laughs> I've gone what like i can't i can't see what's going Mm -hmm. on down there so i have no idea if it has shrunk or if it hasn't like i can't even Mm -hmm. you know
2: i don't know are they still there sometimes they pop inside but in my head i'm just thinking okay they must have been ready for early hibernation yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) but then i realized that what she meant was that she's got this lube gel stuff Mm -hmm. that she's about to put on it and it's just very cold Mm -hmm. and that that was this situation and then pretty much from the rest of it it was
1: it was all fine (laughs) Okay, so uh, fair. Slightly awkward. It was very awkward. <laughs> My advice in this is just go to the doctors about your junk more. And then just it's exposure. Yeah. yeah. That's it. You're good. Then it won't be a problem because uh, it's not a good idea to be anxious about going to the doctor about anything. It's But well,
0: it's okay to be anxious. It's about okay the to situations. be anxious
1: for sure. Absolutely. Like, mm. Completely. Uh, 100% completely understandable. To be anxious. For
0: anyone listening, and if you are like me and these situations make you very anxious, mm-hmm. it's still worth going. I got through it. Hopefully you can get
1: through it and, and, and it's good up to the check. Car- how did you get the courage? What did, did you really was it the deep, fear? dig deep from? I uh, put
0: it off for a full year. That's not a good advice. Don't put oh, things no, off Don't for a full do
2: what Kyle
1: go. does. I put it off for a year
0: until I thought, I really can't put this off anymore. I should go. Six
1: weeks is an appropriate amount of procrastination <laughs> for any medical thing. If it's going more than six weeks, mm. and if it changes, and you haven't been to see a doctor, yeah. go to see a I mean, doctor.
2: If anything starts to change rapidly and quickly, then don't, don't waste any time. Doctor, yeah, because right? yeah, you don't yeah. want to... Mm-hmm. And if you do... If you are in a similar situation as Kyle was, and you say you get an erection or something crazy happens, please call us and you can come on the podcast and talk to us about it. Or if you're a doctor and or
1: or a practitioner, obviously you can't say too many details, Mm -hmm. maybe, but we'd love to hear that story too. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it must happen.